0: Hi, welcome to episode four of a Slice of Pie podcast where we talk about the people, places, and events that make life great in Pawleys Island and the surrounding area. This week, we are gonna hear from my brother-in-law, Lex Reynolds. He's married to my sister, Lib, and they have a creek house at South Litchfield. Lex grew up coming here in the summers. He, he and his parents and his brothers and sisters stayed at Pawleys Island, and then later they stayed in South Litchfield, and then eventually he built his own house in South Litchfield um so you'll love all these stories and you'll probably relate to some of the stories if you've grown up here or grown up coming here i'm sure you will relate to some of these things he has to say and also i want to give a big shout out to some members of the peace of team the peace growth property team they uh, closed on a record deal a six million dollar home was closed in debidu oceanfront so congratulations to um, all those team members on the peace script property advisors way to go okay now get set to listen to lex reynolds uh, on the episode four of a slice of pie hi lex welcome to episode four of a slice of pie how are you doing today
1: i'm doing just fine thank you
0: um this is my brother-in-law lex reynolds he and my sister live um live full-time in greenville south carolina that's where they've raised their children Um, but they have their vacation home here in Litchfield Beach in Pawleys Island, South Carolina. So what we're going to talk with Lex about is um, how his family used to vacation here in Pawleys Island and Litchfield Beach and what it was like growing up here in the summertime and then how his family now enjoys the beach at Litchfield. So Lex, take it away. So tell me your first introduction to the beach here. Where did y'all come and what year was it and when did you start coming down here?
1: Well, I was born in 1953, so uh, my parents were coming here well before I was born. So, you know, I probably remember the first time in the late 50s. Yeah. uh, And then certainly in the early 60s, I remember that. We came every year for two weeks during June, typically.
0: What beach were you coming to?
1: We started out going to Pauly's. Oh, And...
0: Okay, keep going. I'm sorry.
1: Um, We started out going to Pauly's from the, you know, 50s from the best of my recollection to the 60s, late 60s. My parents then bought a house at Litchfield Beach on South Litchfield on the ocean. And then... Is that
0: house still here?
1: That house is still here. It's owned by a lady from Greenville. They sold it in probably 1972. And in 1973, they bought a lot, which was the last lot on the beach at the time uh, on South Litchfield. And uh, in 73, they built their house there. And that was before anything else was south of there. So they were the last house on the beach.
0: Okay, well, let's go back to your family though. So you bought this house and y'all bought the house in South Litchfield, how old were you then?
1: Well, back then, let's see, uh, I was uh, 20. You were 20? Yeah.
0: When they bought the house?
1: Oh, the first house? I'm yeah. sorry, I'm thinking of the uh, the uh, first. No, the, the
0: first little house that y'all have. Little house,
1: with. I I mean, I was roughly 18.
0: For the first house?
1: Yeah, for the first house.
0: Okay, and then how long till y'all built Suzy Sabbatical?
1: I was 20, 21 when okay. we built. Soon survived.
0: Okay, so in the years, um, when y'all were going to Pauley's Island and then the other little house, did y'all come here every summer?
1: We came every summer.
0: For how long, two weeks?
1: Uh, two weeks at a time. And we stayed in probably three different houses on the north end of Pawleys, Um And uh, like I said, we finally, sometime in the late 60s, they switched to Litchfield. And I'm not sure why mom and dad did that, but mm-hmm.
0: Did they have friends that were coming to Litchfield? We
1: had a lot of Greenville friends that we came down with. Mm -hmm. They'd stay the same amount of time, same Mm -hmm. time span that we did, so uh, we all came as a group.
0: So when you, your memories as a child, what do you remember about coming to the beach? What are some of the things y'all were doing then?
1: Well, I remember it took us uh, about seven hours to get here because the interstate wasn't open then. I think I-26 was started in 1960, so we had to take back roads, and it was a long trip. There were seven of us in one car. Wow. My parents about
0: Tell me about it was in the car. Okay, who was in the car?
1: I've got uh, four siblings, uh, one who's now deceased, but at the time there were five children and all my parents.
0: Tell us all your—tell about your mom and dad. Tell everybody
1: in the family. Who was it? Uh, Well, of course, Bub and Susie, my parents, Mm -hmm. and then Hayes, my older brother, and myself. Sister Susan, uh, Sister Jackie, and Neil, who was the baby.
0: Mm -hmm. Did you have any dogs or pets with you or anything? I
1: don't believe we (laughs) if we had we had pets we didn't have room for them in the car there was seven in (laughs) one that's a lot
0: that's i remember our family did the same thing we had like one of those chrysler station wagons and you just packed everybody in
1: well we had seven in one car and dad would always pull a john boat behind it and i guess guess that's where we put all the furniture um, (laughs) because
0: the furniture or
1: or the the the, uh, luggage yeah and the fishing stuff
0: yeah yeah Okay, so you're all packed in the car, and you make it down here on the back roads, and then what happens when you get to Pauli's?
1: Well, we got, I'll never forget, going to Georgetown, and there was a drawbridge going to, crossing Winyall Bay, Mm -hmm. and we would sometimes get caught with the drawbridge. You'd have to wait, it was up, and so they were letting a ship or a boat or something go through. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we'd wait 15, 20 minutes and then head over to Pauli's. And then when we got to Paulys, a lot of the roads were dirt. Uh, the main road was paved. Uh, well, I remember one house that we used to rent uh, was on a dirt road on the north end of, of Paulys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it was it was a blast. King's Funland. Was that there. I was going to
0: ask you about that. Do you remember that King's Funland? I
1: remember it like it was yesterday. What did you do
0: at King's Funland?
1: Well, they had trampolines. They had bowling. And there was a little store there called the Little Red Store. Uh-huh. And so we would always, after lunch, we, mom and dad make a, made us take naps. So they would, we'd get up from our nap and they'd give us a dime or a quarter. <laughs> a dime or a quarter. And we got to go to the Little Red Store where we would buy bubble gum typically. Uh-huh. Uh, and then at night we could go to King's Fun Land and either jump on the trampoline or bowl or just hang out with all the other people uh, Teenagers and preteens.
0: How big was King's Funland? I mean, how many lots do you think it took up?
1: Oh, probably a couple. When you throw the bowling alley in, and then the trampolines and the putt-putt, I forgot about. Was that. it
0: between the creek and the beach? I guess somewhere. Yeah,
1: it was on the beach side actually, uh, and uh, so it was. It was on the main drag between the main drag and the beach. Oh wow! So yeah, it wasn't. So wasn't you can far see the from ocean. The ocean. Well, there were dunes, big dunes, and yeah. so you couldn't see much of that. But
0: Did a lot of people go there at night?
1: It was a big hangout for teenagers and preteens, and Billy Weaver, the local uh, policeman, would be there as well with his German Shepherd dog, making sure everybody <laughs> behaved.
0: <laughs> well, that would be so nice if children today had something like that to go to. That sounds like really a lot of fun. Yeah, um,
1: it was a blast.
0: And then... So then you remember going, and then
1: what would you do during the day when you're at the beach? Well, typically we got up uh, and if we didn't fish, my dad loved to flounder fish. So we, we would take turns going flounder fishing and he, he'd get up early and fish till about 10 in the morning and then we'd come back and have a big breakfast. Who was uh, cooking the
0: breakfast?
1: We had a a woman by the name of Neely, and I don't remember her last name. Was she from here? She was a local, Mm -hmm. and she would come fix breakfast and lunch for us. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: After breakfast, we'd all go to the beach and we'd stay there till lunchtime, and then lunchtime, which was about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, we would then uh, be required to take our naps, which we (laughs) did, and then we'd go to King's Fun Land and and after in the afternoon, we'd either go back to the beach or just hang out around the house.
0: Did you do any fishing?
1: We fished a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did every you,
1: day, we were, somebody was fishing.
0: Did y'all eat what you caught? Or did you throw it back?
1: No, we we most time ate, brought it back, and Neely would fry it up, and we'd eat it. At, you know, every afternoon.
0: Was this like a dreamland for you? Did you love being down here?
1: It was. Uh, it was probably the. Best memory of anything I have growing up, coming down here. I mean, it just—it was incredible.
0: And you saw, did you make friends? You had other friends that were coming down here too, or?
1: Well, there were a lot of Greenville people here, but we always met friends. Uh, I remember we stayed next door to a couple a family from Columbia. We met them and. Do you remember we're their names? The Todds, mm-hmm. um, and I, I think they've still got the house. The parents are gone, and one or two of the siblings are gone, but. Mm-hmm. The, the rest of the kids are still around. I haven't seen them in 50 years. But
0: mm-hmm. uh, um, Did you ever have to get dressed up when you were at the beach, or were you just barefoot? The no, uh,
1: my dressing up was <laughs> britches, and that was it. Uh, underwear and britches. Did, I, y-
0: did you wear sunscreen, or did you get burned? Do you remember?
1: No, I never put an ounce of sunscreen <laughs>
0: <in>. <laughs> Okay, so since you remember, was it called? What was you call The Funland Place? What was King's it? Funland. Okay, so that makes me think about the Paulis Island Pavilion. Was that here when you were growing up?
1: It was here. I was too young to go to the pavilion, but one of the houses we rented was probably as a crow flies, a quarter of a mile from the pavilion. And we would hear the music till they turned it off at midnight or two o'clock.
0: So So you were never old enough to go there.
1: I went one time when I was a teenager, I was 12 or 13. And we did they got, have
0: bands playing in there?
1: Yeah, they did. That night they didn't. Uh, and uh, we had what they call false IDs, so we got in on those. And uh,
0: wow, all the way back then.
1: All the way back then. Wow.
0: I see they had to, they carded you when you went in.
1: Yeah, as as I remember, they carded us. I know if you got beer, they would card you.
0: So they were selling beer there.
1: They were selling beer. Oh, I just
0: thought it was like a big warehouse
1: kind of area. No, but They they, they, did, was, they, 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 sold, they sold beer
0: there. They sold it. It was cold. <laughs> it was cold. It was good times. Okay, so and then it burned, right? Yeah, it burned, it
1: burned and I can't remember what year that burned was. It. They but. burned,
0: they built, they built it back and it burned again, I think. But I think that's just great if kids has a place like that they could go to. I mean, what fun times that was for y'all. Okay, so let's fast forward. So you've been staying at Polly's Island And then your your parents bought a house in Litchfield, right? And then you decided to build Susie's Sabbatical. So you want to tell our listeners about where that was?
1: Yeah, that was like like I said earlier, that was at the end of South Litchfield on the beach just before you now get to the uh, Inlet Point Point, South condos or whatever. Those were built about two years after we built Mom and Dad's house. But
0: y'all's house is the last house on the oceanfront in South Litchfield. That's right. Okay, so what year was that house
1: built?
0: 1973.
1: How many bedrooms? Oh, there's six bedrooms. Six? No, seven bedrooms if you include the bunk room. It's a big house. We had a big family. Well,
0: did you when it was first built? Did it have all those bedrooms, or did you add those on later?
1: No, it it always had those bedrooms. Mm -hmm. Uh, The house is it's got a big, beautiful traditional uh, back porch facing the the ocean, and it's just, it's got a lot of memories in that house from not just our family, but a lot of other families around town and mm-hmm. people that we've come to know over the years.
0: So I've heard a story, tell me if it's true, that you knew the family right next to you and the family right next to you, and y'all had a boardwalk that connected all three houses. You wanna tell us about, tell our listeners about that?
1: Yeah, um, Jim and Moore uh, was the, the, the Moore family from Andrews originally. Uh, had the house next to us, and then Foster McKissick from Greenville, easily I guess I should say, uh, had the next house. And my Jimmy Moore and my dad, and, and of course Foster were all good friends. And so one day, one of them decided rather than having them come go down to the go down the stairs, come up the driveway, go to our driveway, and come upstairs, they would just build a walk. So they built a walk on top of the sand dunes from one house to the next. And it was about two feet wide, maybe not even that wide. So uh, it were oftentimes... Do
0: they have railings on
1: it? No railings, just, <laughs> just two by eights or tens or whatever. So if you have a little too much to drink, sometimes you could end up in the sand dunes. Did that so, ever happen? Uh, I think there were some close calls, but I'm uh-huh. not sure that I remember... Specific was it one.
0: just the adults going back and forth between the houses, or were the kids M- most
1: gonna... most of the time? It was the adults, and the one that used it the most was Mr. Mr. Moore. He nice. loved to use that little walk. So. Uh-huh.
0: Okay, so how old are you when your house, when Susie Sabbatical when your family's house was built, Susie sabbatical? Oh, uh, that was
1: 1973.
0: Okay, what are some fun things you remember about that house?
1: Well, I remember the views were spectacular because it was, like I said earlier, the last house on the beach. So Mm -hmm. you had that panoramic view all the way south. Um, And the dunes down there below us were, you know, 30, 40 feet tall. So it was back at a time when the, I mean, the the beach was just gorgeous down there. Uh, Unfortunately, unfortunately, you could ride, you could take a Jeep down through there and ride through the dunes, which I did a lot of and probably shouldn't have. But it was a great, great time to go down there and ride. We actually had some wide-wheeled uh, motorcycles at one time. We took those down there. So, But we would go down there and uh, just ride around in the dunes and uh, have a good time. So.
0: so what year are we talking about?
1: That was probably 1973,
0: 74 when we started that. OK, were you out of
1: high school then? Uh, I just finished high school in '73. Okay,
0: so um, so you and your siblings would all be doing that. Y'all were all riding around there and having fish. Yeah, siblings and
1: friends. Yeah, Yeah. and we'd fish. We'd go down there sometimes and fish, and sometimes we'd go down there and drink a little beer.
0: Um, to our listeners, I'm sorry if you hear a roaring noise in the background. I think we've got some landscapers outside that are cutting and blowing. So that's what that noise you hear. Okay, let's say. Moving on, so you're in college now, and did you, so when y'all were in college, did y'all ever come down like during your spring breaks or times during the yeah, year? Yeah,
1: we came uh, quite a bit. I would come for weekends, come down on Friday afternoon.
0: Did you ever bring a date?
1: Uh, we would always, we bring house parties and there were <laughs> girls and guys here, so.
0: Lots and lots of people?
1: There could be a crowd, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, And then I worked down here in the summer times from about nineteen, the summer of 74, I guess, maybe even 73, till, gosh, uh, probably worked here five, six, seven summers.
0: Where were you working?
1: I did several things. I worked for Pete Devonair. He was a home builder here. I worked for him. I worked for a company out of Myrtle Beach painting billboards. And then oh, I worked billboards. for Billboard. <laughs> That'd be billboards. hot. That'd be hot.
0: Were you outside painting Bill?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, were you was, on the
0: billboard, or were you in a warehouse? I no, mean,
1: you were in the you were up on oh, the sign. Oh golly! And it was it was a great job. I only worked four days a week. Um, and then I worked for another construction company when they were building the condos next door to Susie's. Uh huh. What year did those get
0: built? Seventy
1: four, seven, maybe seventy five. I just I don't remember. Did it take
0: a couple of years for those to be yeah. finished out?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay, so then, you're in college, so then, um, any big memories of that time? I don't know.
1: Oh, I just, I mean, they had a bar up at the Litchfield Inn called Big Daddy's Bottom. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. We always went up there Friday and Saturday nights and mm-hmm. had a good time. Uh, I mean, it was just fun. Met a lot of people from Georgetown and, I guess, Andrews, and uh, I had a lot of buddies down here that worked with me. So. We just, I mean, it was just a great time.
0: Okay, so let's move forward. So, uh, now what year did you meet my sister Live Liv? When did y- you and Liv meet?
1: Well, we were married in 79, so we met in 78, 1978
0: in
1: Greenville. Mm-hmm. Um, married in October of 79.
0: Okay, so then y'all got married and... Um... You started bringing live down
1: here, right? Yeah, we continued to come down here. Uh, and then when we started having children, we would come for a couple weeks at a time. Yeah.
0: Would you stay at Susie's sabbatical?
1: We started out staying renting house. Ha- we'd stay one week at Susie's and then we'd rent another house somewhere else along the beach. And then finally my parents began to let us use the house for two weeks at a time. So we did <laughs> some of that. So they were very generous Boy, Your that.
0: parents were living in the house full time at that time, right?
1: Uh, no, they, they would they would vacate, go back to Greenville
0: while y'all were there.
1: While we were there, yeah. But when you
0: left, and they were living in the house the rest of year, uh, right? Yeah.
1: Well, no, not the no, rest. No, they no. would typically come down about Easter and stay through Labor Day, uh-huh. and with occasional trips back to Greenville during that time.
0: Uh huh. Uh huh. Um. So th- now. You've built a house and you're on Marsh Hen Now, mm-hmm. and your sister Jackie's got a house on Marsh Hen and Hayes got God bless his soul and Cherry also have a house here on Marsh Hen. That's right. So, when did you build this house?
1: We built this, we bought the lot in late 2010, built the house in 2011, moved in week of July 4th in 2011. Okay.
0: So if you've never seen this house, it's great. I'm going to walk around. I'll do a little uh, tour of it in just a second. But it's on the very end of Marsh end, So they have these great views of the marsh and the creek all around them. And then at the very top of the house, you have, what do you call that, a widow's walk?
1: Widow's walk or, yeah, a bird's nest, crow's nest, Yeah. Whatever.
0: So when you're up there, you can see all the way the ocean. You can see over to Litchfield, by the sea. You can see all the way around. It's very pretty up there. Um, and what was your inspiration for building the house? When y'all were building this house, what did you think you wanted
1: well, you know, I uh, I don't know what I thought. <laughs> I bought the house on a about a lot. I uh, uh, bought a lot on a on a. Uh, I'm an impulsive buyer when I go to get something. I, I usually do it and I'm out of there. But like this lot, I I bought it within. The guy was asking my next door neighbor, actually from Spartanburg, Great people had a pretty big number on it. And and we finally, I threw a number at him and we talked a little bit and went back and forth and finally we settled on it. And I went home, I think I told Lib, I just bought a lot or something. And uh, so we- what, what did she think? Uh, <laughs>
0: Lib, what did you think when he bought the lot? Lib, what did you think when Lex bought this lot? Did you, were you happy that he bought the lot? This to build this house on? What about it? Were you happy that he bought the lot or were you surprised? Well, first I told him not to buy it. <laughs> she okay. said, first I told him not to buy
1: it. He told me not to buy it. She always wanted to be on the ocean and I always wanted to be back here on the creek.
0: Well, the, the reason I said don't buy it was because we rode past it Can boat. you come here for a second? Just tell, can you come, come here? Just be on the video for just a second. She just, her hair's not done so she doesn't want to be on the video. Come here, come here. He's just gonna be So tell everybody, so tell our listeners, why did you not, this is my sister Liv, why did you not want to, this to be here? We rode, we were out in the creek in the boat and we rode past this lot and it was a king tide and the lot was, <laughs> underwater. It, about a half of it was underwater. And so I told him I wouldn't, I didn't think that was a good idea for him to buy that lot. And the next year, the next summer we came back and it was still for sale. And he really wanted it, and he promised me that he would build the property up if we got it. And I said, if that's what you want to do, that's what we'll do. So that's what he did. Are you glad? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's really pretty here. It's beautiful. It, it, really, it's a, it was a great decision, but it definitely needed... A lot, lot more line. dirt. A lot, lot more dirt. More dirt. Yeah. Okay. But we've had lots of king tides, and it's weathered it very okay. well. Okay. Yeah. Anything yeah. else you want to add? That's All awesome. that. <laughs> Thank you, for, thank you, for your input. Come on down. <laughs> so anyway, so you built the house, and what year you said? Two thousand eleven.
1: It was finished in, in, in two thousand
0: eleven. And no? mm-hmm. how y'all have four children at the time, and how old were all the children? So t- tell our listeners your, all your children's name. And tell
1: them. Well, John, who is thirty eight, mm-hmm. and Maria, who's thirty six, mm-hmm. Elizabeth, who is 30, 30 yeah, and Catherine is twenty eight.
0: So how old was John at the time when you, the house was finished, this house?
1: Well, let's see. What did we,
0: uh, 12.
1: uh, he was, uh, you can do the math. Huh?
0: Well, what year was it?
1: It was 2011.
0: Okay, so it was like 12 years ago? Yeah,
1: 12 years ago. So
0: he goes, hey, how old is he now?
1: 38.
0: So 20, 26. 26, He was twenty six, and Anne-Marie's twenty four. Yeah, and so on and so forth. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: But
0: did uh, have they enjoyed being here and bringing their friends? Yeah. The,
1: you know, the one thing I think this house has done is it's it's kind of like a magnet brings the kids like to come down here. Uh-huh. Sadly, John and and Elizabeth live, live pretty far away, so they don't get here as so often. But the other two love it, and their husbands like it so. Hopefully they'll keep it long after we're gone.
0: So what are some activities they do outside when they're here at the house?
1: Well, we do a lot of stuff. We play shuffleboard.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, I've heard about the crazy shuffleboard tournament down at uh, Jackie and Park's house. Have you ever won that tournament?
1: I won it two or three years ago, my partner and I, Alan Alan? (laughs) O'Hara, my (laughs) son-in-law. What
0: happened this year?
1: We didn't get through the first round this year, but that's, you know, we just won't give everybody else a chance to win some, you know? That's
0: so kind of you. Uh, okay, so you play shuffleboard. What do you do in, like, water activities, sort of Well,
1: stuff? we've got a small pool in the back, so we'll, you know, the kids love to go to the beach and they'll do that and stay out there for a number of hours, and then they might come back and sit on the pool deck, or we might, you know, some of them might get in the boat, go fishing, or just riding out Cruise in the around. creek. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they'll do a creek float where they actually float with the tide in the creek. Mm-hmm. Um, How about paddleboard. occasionally they'll paddleboard. We've got a couple of mm-hmm. uh, kayaks now that they'll use. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's there's plenty to keep you busy.
0: Yeah. So um, what did I want to add? Oh, and I think you've had some significant events down here. Did I think Amory and Alan got engaged
1: down here? Uh, well. Uh, three of them got engaged and married down here. Is that so, right? That's right.
0: So I remember that I think Alan proposed to Amory on the beach. Is that right? That's right. Okay.
1: And Will and Catherine.
0: What? How, Will, did, he, how did he propose to her?
1: Uh, and they took our John boat out and did it somewhere out near the inlet.
0: That's kind of cool. And
1: I don't, I don't know about a list, but I don't remember whether that was here. I or... think
0: she was in. I think we'll talk about that another
1: yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah.
0: Talk about that. Anyways. <laughs> Um, so you've had a lot of good, significant events down here, lots to celebrate. And I think you've spent a lot of Thanksgivings down here.
1: We try to come most every Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving and, and New Year's. New
0: Year's, uh-huh.
1: And uh, and
0: we've appreciated, our family has appreciated your hospitality. So thank you for having us down here with well, you sometimes. It's, it's nice for the cousins to be together. Um, so when you and Lib come down, how often do y'all get down?
1: We try to, you know once a month, sometimes more, sometimes less. It just depends on what's going on in Greenville, but Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we've been down several times this year, uh, this summer. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll be here this time for a week, go back for a week or two, we'll be back Labor Day, so you know, once a month or or more.
0: Okay, so I want to ask you about a few things, other things that you do when you're down here. But, and I want to go on a tour of your house, if that's okay. But the first thing I want to talk to you about is, do you remember Hurricane Hugo and how it impacted the beaches down here? What do you remember about Hurricane Hugo? Yeah, I was...
1: What I year think, was that? Like, 1987 89, or 89? 80, 89. 89, 89, yeah. 89. Oh, do you remember so,
0: about Hurricane Hugo?
1: I remember coming down a day or two after the storm.
0: Were your parents down here?
1: They were here, and they went to Georgetown and spent the night in... The Georgetonian Motel. Oh my gosh,
0: that was scary.
1: Yeah, it didn't bother them much. Uh, We came here and the National Guard wouldn't let you across the causeway unless you had proof that you were a homeowner. So somehow we got across and went to the house and the roads were full of sand.
0: So we're talking about Susie's sabbaticals where they were going to the oceanfront house. So the roads were all sand.
1: Yeah, roads were all covered in sand. Sand, okay. The dunes were non existent on were the beach. Just yeah. uh, the water came in through two, three windows downstairs in Susie's sabbatical and it sucked everything out of the house. Like furniture, furniture, everything was gone. And what was left was about a foot of sand.
0: There was no furniture downstairs. Mm-mm. That's crazy. Was yeah. the, were any of the walls missing downstairs?
1: Well, no. It came in through the three windows. It just knocked the windows out, the door, you know, and the woodwork around it, and then it went out the the front door, basically.
0: Do you think that every uh, the furniture started floating and just floated out through the windows or something? Or?
1: I have no idea.
0: But it just wasn't there. Mm-mm. How high was the water mark on that house? Do you think?
1: I. I wanna say about four feet, I don't That's really not remember. T- I can't
0: believe it was only four feet. Maybe,
1: maybe it was higher, I, I just don't remember. I don't
0: think remember. it would be higher than
1: that. But we were here on vacation and left the day it came ashore. We had uh, two children at the time. So we came and uh, actually helped dad board up the upstairs. We had plate glass or sliding glass doors facing the ocean. So we put plywood over those. Did they survive? They survived. Nothing upstairs was damaged whatsoever. It was just all downstairs. How about the roof of the house? The roof had cedar shakes, and there wasn't a single cedar shake missing. That while,
0: is incredible. While
1: a lot of the uh, fiberglass shingles on the other roofs were, you know, they were gone. So this house parts. was solid. Yeah, It was, it it was eight,
0: stood, what was that, her, uh, number five? A category five?
1: Four or five. But it's built on uh, driven pilings, as this house is. So those, I think, weathered. That kind of event, but better but, than but most. the
0: fact that none of the shingles were gone, that the yeah. windows were intact, that the building itself was intact is yeah. absolutely amazing. And these
1: are not impact class windows; these are just single pane
0: well, windows. Well, that was quite a well built house for sure. Yeah. So, and your parents were fine; nothing happened to them. And I, I think the um, the uh, uh, electricity was out; the power was out for a yeah, long Yeah,
1: yeah, it was out for several days. Uh, Yeah, I don't don't remember exactly, but
0: yeah, it was probably out for a long time. But um, also, okay, so that and then that was that house. But this house has not really been. Have you been through any storms with this house?
1: We had Matthew, Ian. Um, there may have been a couple more. You know, uh,
0: have you had any damage to this house?
1: No, we've where you they changed the building codes after hugo so we're i think we're like first living space is like 15 feet above the high water mark so yeah. the only damage we've had is we get a little water in the pool which we have to pump out and clean and then the elevator shaft will collect water so we got to clean that out well
0: and, i believe you've lost a couple of golf carts
1: well <laughs> yeah but that's yeah we've lost those but the insurance paid for those and we were fine uh, so
0: for for the listeners out there that might be want to be at the beach during a storm, you know, you can just call a local golf cart store and they'll come pick your golf cart up. But for some reason, Lex hasn't ever done that. But maybe for the next storm,
1: well, I I did might... I did for a couple storms, but Ian, I thought it wasn't going to be that big a deal, and mm-hmm. I was wrong. So
0: <laughs> you did try and elevate the golf cart son. I did.
1: I've got some uh, ride up. I don't know what risers, call it. yeah, risers. whatever they are, but. Uh, it wasn't high wasn't enough. Wasn't quiet enough.
0: Yeah, for you, king, the king tide doesn't come up into the yard, does it? Does the king? Tide? Uh,
1: occasionally, it'll come up, depending on how bad it is. It might come up three or four feet into the yard, but it doesn't get up under the right, house. Right.
0: But you know, a lot of people when they're moving here, they'll think, "Oh, I don't want to be near water. I'm worried about flooding." But these houses here are built to withstand water, and the, even if the water goes underneath the, most houses, it just recedes back out, and we're good. So what I always say the risk is worth the reward. I mean if you wanna live here and wanna be here, you're just gonna to have to say that sometimes there's a risk.
1: It but, comes with the territory.
0: Yeah, but it's certainly most of the year it's gorgeous, a beautiful place to be. Um, okay, and then two more questions. There are you've been the president of the Litchfield Beach property owners Association? I
1: wasn't I was just on the board on the for board. a couple of terms.
0: And what did you have to do on the
1: Litchfield I I was uh, at some point i became in charge of the accommodation tax uh committee which basically is you go to georgetown county to meet with the a tax commission where they reimburse organizations like us for for expenses that that are done for the good of the community our biggest expense was uh trash collection we the litchfield beach property owners is Contracts out to have the trash picked up, mm-hmm. and uh, the a tax committee is nice enough to reimburse us for that expense.
0: How about the public access boardwalks that go out to the beach? Those, those are maintain.
1: maintain The the property owners association will do minor repairs, Mm -hmm. but major repairs like replacing after a storm is is responsibility of Georgetown County.
0: County. And about every four houses you have a public beach access?
1: I don't know if it's every four houses, but there's quite a few, probably more than there should be, but yeah, there's a few of them.
0: (laughs) So, okay. So, you've done that. Now, the other thing I want you to tell our listeners about, there is some long-standing social club that your father was a member of and now you're a member of, and they have a meeting once a year, and it has a funny name to it, the
1: Polly's uh, Island Yacht Club.
0: Polly's Island Yacht Club, yeah. Tell us about the Polly's Island well, Yacht that, Club.
1: You can't on a yacht. You just uh, when it first started out in the, I guess, the 80s, they actually had regattas where you would they they pick a house on the beach and you would drag your boat over there and you put it in the ocean and they had they actually had buoys out there that you they had some kind of course you would sail around what kind of boats sail just sailboats any kind of boat how were
0: they be. getting out
1: into the ocean i mean big most of these are, these are not big boats these are small like a sailfish or sunfish uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you just carry them across the dunes and uh would
0: you just sail out and then
1: come back well you no know, they had a course you would go around and uh <laughs> they had a an official out in a in a motorized boat and he would direct everybody. I I was I wasn't paying attention to all that stuff. But
0: was there a trophy?
1: There was a trophy. And uh, did your dad ever win? He never sailed.
0: <laughs> he never sailed.
1: <laughs> he drank salty dogs up on the deck. <laughs> uh, he was having
0: a good time.
1: And it's just it's just a social thing now. There it's a there no more boat races. We have a party one two parties a year. Good Friday, Fish Fry, and then 4th of July, we have a big uh, get-together with all the members. Are there
0: officers of this club?
1: Yes, there are. Who are
0: the current officers of this club? Uh, Were you ever president
1: of I was president two years ago. Uh-huh. Uh, Alfred Robinson from Easley took over from me. So, mm-hmm. And Mark, uh, I can't remember Mark's last name from Florence, an attorney from Florence. Do is, I know him? Taken, Mark Byke? Bike.
0: Mark Bike?
1: Yeah, he is now current president.
0: No, how about the Dieters? Were they in it?
1: They were. I took over for uh, Will Dieter. Will
0: Dieter, yeah. I took
1: I took, he was president before I was, and I took over for him.
0: Yeah, all, but all nice people, all good people. Good,
1: good people. It's a lot of fun. You get to see people you don't, or you rarely see. And uh, How just, does
0: someone get admitted into the poly Zion Yacht Club? Is it just children of people, the, the original members. No,
1: men? I mean... Anybody, I guess, could get any. You just have to let them know you want to <laughs> is get Is there in. a
0: secret ceremony or some dues nah, they have to pay? There's no, there's no initiation. No
1: initiation? No, it's just. No voodoo no, or
0: No. It's, it's, all, all, it's all, all good. All good. Yeah. All clean, good, clean fun. That's right. Okay, so I, is there anything, anything else you want to tell the listeners before we go on the house tour?
1: Uh, well, the other one memory I have of Paulie's that, that I forgot to mention was. There was a gentleman from, I believe it was from Georgetown, Mr. Bill Doerr. Mm-hmm. And either he or his father maybe had a, a boat rental place on the creek at Pawley's. And the reason I mention it is very unique because he painted the building orange, a bright orange. All his boats and motors he painted orange. So if you saw one out in the creek, you knew it came from his place. And you could buy bait and whatever.
0: Where, Where was his boat rental place?
1: It was... It's by the house that is. Uh, it's it's on the north end of Litchville of Litchfield. I mean, Apolly's on the creek, uh-huh. and it was the. Uh, oh, man.
0: Is it the furthest north?
1: No, it's uh, it's it's south of the southernmost uh, boat landing at uh, Pauli's. And it's, the house is, is owned by our, the little house that was his boat shed is owned, it's part is of it, a- Is it owned
0: by the Coopers?
1: No, it's owned by the, uh, uh, I want to say- Does the, it look
0: like a little shed? Yes. I know exactly the It's Is word. it is the
1: Gillette family or the, uh, the the people that own, uh, I want to say Remington, but it's not- Schick? No. Remington? Somebody had a famous shaving company that sold razors. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Who that and
1: it was their family that owns that place or owned it till recently. And, um, but
0: that's where you would go to rent your bait. If you, boats if you or didn't bait. have a
1: boat and you needed bait, minnows, mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. you could go there and get it from Doors Boat Shed or Boat Rentals, I guess it was. You
0: know where you can do that now? We have a place in Polly's Island called, um, oh gosh, Polly's Island. Outdoors yeah. Island outdoors, yeah, they
1: sell minutes. They have
0: then they have boat rentals there and lots mm-hmm. of merchandise and lots of fishing and hunting equipment and uh, right things to apparel you can wear. So, in there, and yeah, I think you can probably get a fishing license there too. I wonder if you can get there. Too. I think you can get a fishing license at Paul's Island Supplies, but
1: yeah. There was a couple other real quick things that to mention. One was uh, there was a black gentleman out that had a little what they call these bateaux or whatever. Yeah, bateau.
0: It's a bateau. flat bottom, flat yeah. bottom. Yeah,
1: and he would stand up in that thing and he would sell shrimp and oysters. Where? And he would, you'd see him in the creek at Polly's, And then he would get out and I guess come to people's homes and sell the shrimp and the oysters. Well, the
0: people would have to be living on the creek in order to purchase from him, correct? I,
1: I, I would think that'd be best, but I think he would come anywhere to sell it. But his name was Philemon, and I can't remember his last name. Oh, man.
0: That's a biblical name, Philemon.
1: Yeah. Um, and uh, But I thought that was a unique thing. And then the other thing I remembered as a kid was, uh, there was a group of kids who were always out coming by your house selling Krispy Kreme donuts. Mm-hmm. And we always loved to buy a box of Krispy fresh, Kreme donuts. Fresh, fresh
0: Krispy Kreme donuts. Probably dynast.
1: 50 cents a box, maybe a so quarter. So
0: good, hot and fresh donuts. I wonder where they were getting those donuts from.
1: I have no idea. Was Probably it Garden
0: City or
1: something? Myrtle Beach, Garden City. Coming I don't a know. long
0: way with those donuts because there was no Krispy Kreme factories around.
1: No. That a, sure. Those are just some good memories I have of of those times. It was a great, great place to come and grow up. And
0: and it's still a great place. Alex, so would you tell us a little bit about your beautiful beach house, your creek house that y'all built? So, tell me about this room. This looks like the highest floor in the house.
1: Well we did the uh we did the inverted floor plan where you have most of the living space like the den, kitchen, breakfast, and the mass bedroom on the top floor so you can get the views.
0: Yeah, that's and, very uh, pretty. So you have those porches on the outside where you can sit yeah, there. Yep,
1: and we can sit out there and watch the wildlife.
0: Okay, so this is your main family sitting room and that's your dining room over there?
1: Yeah. Was that always the dining room? No, that used to be a spring porch and we uh, we changed that a few years ago. We just enclosed it because we weren't sitting out there enough on the screen porch. It's always too hot, too right. dusty, too cold, whatever. So we switched it, and now this is done.
0: Beautiful, it's really, it really is beautiful. I love the color, light colors. Okay, now, and then you have your kitchen right here.
1: Kitchen's right there.
0: Okay, got your gas cooktop and beautiful colors. Who picked out all the pretty colors?
1: This is my wife's doing. She is the decorator. This is Beatrice Stone. It's a man-made product from see South Carolina.
0: Wow! How about that? I didn't now, know. Now, uh, the family room, and turning this way, that's the downward staircase. You got a little half bath uh-huh. here. What's this door right here? It's right? an elevator. Does it go all the way to the ground? Goes all the way to the ground. What you do with that cart right there?
1: That is my when I'm cooking out. I take that down. That's all my stuff. I put on there. That's, when I'm growing that's out.
0: convenient. All right. Tell us about your master bedroom.
1: This is the master bedroom. Oh, that, that's a beautiful uh, view out there. Uh. We oh. wanted this on the main floor so we can don't have to deal with the downstairs. Tell us about your paintings you got going on over here. Well, that's just a little art stuff I play around with. I'm not very good at it, but I enjoy
0: it. Well, you do have some nice artwork you've been doing over there. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then you have your master bath, gorgeous. Okay. Right. Very pretty. Continuing the same color palette over here. That's my okay. wife. Yeah, it's very pretty. All right. Okay, we've come down the steps to the second level. That's the, most your guests come in this door right here? That's right, okay. that's the
1: main door. And So what do we have on this level? And this is just the hallway leading down to the bedrooms down here.
0: How many bedrooms on this level?
1: There's, uh, there were originally four with a with, uh, bathroom between them, but we turned this den into another bedroom here.
0: Is that my other bedroom used a lot?
1: Yeah, it gets used a lot.
0: They're high ceiling,
1: how high
0: are your ceilings? These are nine foot ceilings, they look so high, very pretty. Did the, any of the kids pick out their own artwork, or did um, uh, you know, that's a good question. I think
1: Lib did most
0: of this really pretty artwork, yes, she's good at it. So, this used to be a sitting room that you turned into...
1: in, just mirrored kind of what was upstairs, and we it never got used, so we just made it into a a fifth bedroom,
0: and it's used a lot more now. Mm-hmm. And you got your washer and dryer down here. The four has washer and dryer. Oh God! Okay, pretty bedroom. Whose bedroom is that? This is Elizabeth's. Okay, whose bedroom's over here? This is John's. Okay, shared bathroom right there. And John's bedroom, very nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell us about this porch that faces this side of the marsh. This so. The first floor facing north. This is David, my son-in-law, built. Build it up there. Who built that? Alan. Wow. I bet. do people sleep on it? I've come out here to take a nap. Do you? That's very I think a lot of uh, coastal houses have these. Down. Yeah, it's, it's
1: not a bad spot and the winds blowing the right. And
0: there's way. your swimming pool and then that's the road um, that's sportsman, sportsman yeah, coming in. Yeah. Okay. And then the creek and y'all are right on the corner here as this creek mm-hmm. turns the corner. And I guess this staircase goes up to the crow's nest or the, that's what is it? Oh, oh, okay. 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 And then this is coming around the corner. Those houses over there, you actually, those houses can access go 17. highway 17, right? Yeah. And that's your dock right there. That's it. Very pretty. Okay, Lex, This is your dock and we're under the little shed underneath your dock. What's this? Where'd the <laughs> picnic table come from? Found, uh,
1: my son in law has found the picnic table about a quarter of a mile from here in the marsh. When? Uh, about a month ago. And they obviously got washed out with Ian, so they took it out and brought it back here, and now I'm stuck with it.
0: Well, if this belongs to you, you can come get it. safe here at the Reynolds house, okay? Yeah. I like it. Now, who gave you this little sign? My, my
1: brother-in-law gave me that one. And... Uh, i had a couple people test it
0: mm. and they thought it was, it was accurate. Mm. So but it's not public. And the
1: rocking chair came out of the marsh too.
0: Oh, that's a nice rocking chair.
1: Yeah, I'm
0: going to hung it up and stain it. Very nice. Okay. Okay, you can get a good view of the house right here, which is good. All right, let's go back. Here's your house. And I think it's amazing you got this beautiful house on this piece of land because it didn't look like a big piece of land when you started building it. But who was your builder?
1: Uh, the Poolin brothers. Yeah,
0: Poolin brothers. They did a good job. I
1: don't know if they're still in
0: business. They are. They actually are still in business. A good guys. They did a good job. Who named your house over here? One of the kids named that. I think. Let's see what we got here. Lex's Liberty. Very cool. We'll bring both y'all tonight. Well, you did a good job and nice times in the South. Continuing on what your parents started so long ago. Well, thanks for visiting with us today on the podcast.
1: I uh, we will Y'all come back. Bye. I
0: really enjoyed listening to my brother-in-law Lex Reynolds. He does a great job telling stories, um, and it, I really enjoyed listening to everything he had to say. So, stay tuned. Next week, we'll be back with another episode, and I hope you have a great week. <laughs>